0: Greetings and salutations, our good people. Welcome to another episode of It's Relational. My name is Kemar.
1: My name is Diani.
0: And on this episode, we're doing a nice collaboration with a fellow podcaster, right, Diani?
1: Yes. Her name is Sharice. She's absolutely amazing. You have to check out her podcast as well. She's from the Grown Ass Folk podcast. And when I tell you she speaks her mind and she tells you the truth, You'll get to know that. So
0: 100%.
1: Yes, 100%. She keeps it 100 with you. So we'd <laughs> like to welcome sharice from Grown Ass Folk Podcast.
2: Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I know that this is going to be a blast uh, for your listeners. I am sharice as they said, of the Grown Ass Folk Podcast. Clink, 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 clink. Today is t- <laughs> <laughs> It's too early to be drinking wine. So I've got a little cola kombucha um but healthy, healthy yes yes um and so you can find me any place that you like to listen to your uh favorite podcast apple music spotify all of that good stuff as well as at grown ass folk podcast on instagram and the same name on twitter except for it's just pod not podcast and there's no s on that folks it's just folk yes yes
0: awesome awesome so really quick also tell us where you located
2: i am in i i'm currently in seattle washington i'm a native new yorker from brooklyn woo, woo. I, <laughs> new york what's
1: up <laughs>
2: building um but yeah i love it out here like seattle because it's like it's it's like a less crowded new york
1: oh nice. so you still get the city feel but more on a chiller side
2: exactly it's just there's a the the apartments are bigger and um (laughs) the trains are less crowded but you you still get that city vibe (laughs) nice okay okay
1: you You gotta take a visit i was just gonna
0: say now we got another friend out there
1: yeah now we gotta visit you gotta Mm -hmm. show us all the sites okay (laughs)
0: you
1: you guys would
2: love it out here
0: all right perfect perfect and of course, I know, you know, you're coming on this on your end, but I also know you're married. Tell our listeners how long you're married now.
2: Oh, I am married June of this year, made 19 years married and November 4th, just made 23 years together.
1: Wow. wow. That's amazing. We're trying to catch up. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. You'll so, get there. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. We can't, can't wait. wait. And everything else falls into place. <laughs> Ah, Yes, exactly. So if you if you'd like, just tell us, like, how did you and your husband meet?
2: So it's a complicated story, (laughs) but we uh, we actually met through his baby sister Mm -hmm. and um, we kind of lost touch for a long time. And then uh, I was in Atlanta for a while. Um, Because my mom moved to Atlanta a long, long time ago. And um, I stayed in New York with my dad for, you know, a lot of the time. But um, when I went to Atlanta to be with my mom, we met again at the mall there. And it was just kind of happenstance. And yeah, ever since then, because he, his, uh, his father works for an airline, so he's always been able to like travel and fly and so we've we just you know kept in touch we always kind of found a way to get back to each other and then um we both moved to Atlanta permanently and we started dating from there
1: nice that's great that you both like kept in touch you know and that's really good it's really good
2: Yeah, and that's what I tell a lot of people is that the foundation of our relationship is friendship. So that makes it a lot for mm-hmm. most marriages.
1: Yes, it's it's a great foundation to have. That means like, no matter what, you both will still enjoy each other after so many years together and still have fun and laugh about dumb stuff you both did early yeah. on in your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just like, oh, you remember that time when you did that? Cause you guys exactly. have that fun and enjoyment. So going. So I, I absolutely enjoy that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, we appreciate you giving us a little backstory. Um, it's always good to hear a story. We're always good. To hear everybody's a good story. story is so different. So it's unique. so nice.
1: It's like, we met right here. We met right there. It's like so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: If it's possible though, if it's possible, I'd like to see if you could recreate that whole scenario and record it for us. <laughs>
2: That, that might be possible. My my husband is the strong silent type, so I've been trying to get him to like do something in the podcast sphere for like since I've been doing it. So it's been like a year and he's just like Ugh. but he, I I think he might agree if it's like audio only. I think it's the video that he's just like ah cuz he doesn't really do no social media either. So uh-huh. It's, uh, it's just hard. He's like, you know, he's like a grumpy old
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm working right. on it. So there's a chance that we can be able to do this again with you and your husband. That'll be nice. Yeah.
2: there There is a chance. And, and our origin story is very important to us. We have in our bedroom above our bed, we have a, a big huge picture of the longitude and latitude of where we met, um, Oh and, my gosh! And so our origin story is, is just it's very important to us because it is unique and um, uh, you know we just kind of it's like we were created for specifically to find each
1: other. Oh, that is so sweet! Oh man, that is so sweet!
0: You know, and <laughs> you always hear that,
1: right? You hear that all the time. Like, there's someone in the world that is made just for you. Absolutely. You just gotta find them. Right. And Absolutely. also be prepared for them. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly.
0: Well, yep. well, I mean, we can continue to expand on this, but you know, I know we're we, to we take it away from the topic, but yeah, I kind of I mean, want to hear more. I <laughs> want to hear more. Yeah,
1: we gotta get serious now. <laughs> um, so our topic for today is how important is money in a relationship? Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, Cherise, like you can kick it off and just tell us, like, for your relationship or relationship that you noticed, how was like money important to you? Well, here's the thing: is
2: um, it wasn't
1: to me at all. Um, mm-hmm.
2: I I met my husband when we were very very young. We were birth, both broke teenagers. Same and- here. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Um, So uh, along the line, because we did, I did uh, graduate high school very early, I did move out of home early. Um, And, you know, so I had college and job and all of these things. So it was very important for us to establish uh, the role that money would play in our relationship. But it wasn't important at all, because you know, when they say that most marriages, um, that end in divorce do so because of, you know, financial woes, Mm -hmm. usually because, um, you're fighting over finances and you can't seem to agree. And, you know, this person wants to stay home and the other one wants to go to work and things like that. We never really had that dynamic because, you know, two broke people, that's just,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's funny. It's, it's funny. You mentioned that yeah. um, because we, we did an episode um, where we had a couple where we asked them about like, for instance, prenup and um, separate bank accounts. And, you know, the, the, um, the husband had said, you know, we didn't believe in prenup because we came in with nothing. So how are we going to sign for a prenup if we're coming in with nothing? So when I heard that, I was like, "Oh wow! Like it's just resonant. Like we're coming in, so to speak, you know, young, yeah, with no young
1: with no assets, broke, broke. but you right. ready to do a prenup? It's like, okay, you have no assets to give up. Right. What are you right. gonna get up? Your shirt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so we <laughs> definitely know how you feel, um, starting out young and just broke together. Because I know our first date was that we had Chinese food, right? Yeah, we was in high school. We was in high school, so we went to Chinese restaurant. No, no,
0: actually, sorry, sorry. It it wasn't Chinese food. It was McDonald's.
1: It was McDonald's.
0: Yes. And okay. I, I remember this story distinctly because I purposely tried to take photos of her, like on a I don't know, I, I think it was a razor, you know, Motorola razor at the time. I'm, mm-hmm. date, or, I'm dating myself, of course, but um, <laughs> I it was just, or oh, no, 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 it was a sidekick. It was a sidekick too, and <laughs> I tried to take a picture of her, and she kept hiding her face, like. Eh? I was like, no, I'm trying to, you know, memories, pictures are for memories. So, you know, we definitely started our first date at at McDonald's back at the time when I ate McDonald's because I can't eat it anymore.
1: Yeah. I guess one of our other dates, I remember one of our other dates was Chinese food. It was, but that was after we were together. That was after we were together. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, the, and I think something about that for me is just uh, is so important because I think that a lot of people who start off in relationships, I, 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 for me, is one of the pros of being with like your high school sweetheart or whatever you want to call it, is that a lot of these people who enter relationships when they're thirty five and forty, um, they they it's more transactional than right. it was for, like us, 100%. like yeah, for 100%. us. It was love that brought us together and kept us together and all of the other things. It was just like, we'll figure that out as we go. But when you're older and you get into a new relationship, it's like, what can this person do for me? The phrase that I hate, what do you bring to the table? Uh, All Mm -hmm. of these different things. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes away from people actually being able to fall in love.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I believe that too. Um, Because, you know... At that time, you may have those assets that you want to protect, right?
2: Exactly. So you want to be
1: sure that, okay, this purse is not a gold digger, then I'm gonna take all my money and not actually be in love with me, right? So you're, exactly. you're a little bit more weary about it, which is good. Cause you know, no one <laughs> wants to be taken for a fool, but it's 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 just a little bit of a slippery slope with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the setup of it, because you want to be. In love with the person, and you want to protect your assets as well, right? It's like you gotta have a proper conversation when you talk to that person when it regards to protecting your assets and also loving them in the process,
2: mm-hmm. exactly. so they don't get
1: offended,
0: right? Right. So I think you know the topic is 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 pretty good because it's two answers. There's many answers to it, right? Money is not important in a relationship, and money is also important in a relationship. You know, going off of you know, the strength of what we're going off of now, because like we said, somebody who's 30 plus years old, you know, money's important at that stage because if you continue to, the patterns you see now in terms of somebody's spending habits or in terms of somebody's just investing or saving habits, it's pretty much gonna be be set in stone, right? It's gonna be really challenging for them to change unless they want to. So if you have somebody who already comes in you know, a, a spender, you know, a low credit score and you're getting together in a relationship. Well, if you guys marry, you're marrying somebody who's going to be what you already knew prior bad with money, bad with credit, bad with just ha- spending habits. So I think, you know, definitely knowing the stage you're at with your relationship should signify if it's important. Now, should you come into a relationship expecting money to be the center? Absolutely not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. So I, it's just like, um, there's a video that I saw and I shared with Sharice as well, with just like these girls were, these young girls were asked, is money important in their relationship, right? And most of them said, no, it's not. They were pretty young. So life didn't hit them as yet. <laughs> so I would say um, when it comes to money, the importance of money in the relationship, it depends on what timing you are in the relationship. Absolutely. If you're young and in high school, it's not that, Im- it's not that important, but you still want to have a little bit of pocket change because, you know, you want to take your girl out somewhere or you may want to take your guy out somewhere and you can only do things that you can't afford like a movie or Chinese food, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> McDonald's. Right. But at least, you know, it's something simple that you guys could do or have a little picnic in the park. Right. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. but you and still I, don't let it hold you back. The money situation, obviously.
2: Yeah, and um, and that that was actually one of the points that I wanted to make is that my situation was also a little different because I my husband is um, you know, a hustler. He's a, he's not in the bad sense of it, but like, you know, he's from Detroit. He's a Capricorn. He has a father who's very financially stable. And so he grew up knowing the power of the dollar and how to handle himself financially and, you Mm -hmm. know, things like that. So I knew even then that, you know, while we were going to be broke kids, just like all kids are broke until you're like 25. <laughs> I knew that eventually there was going to be stability because those were the seeds that he was sowing at the time, even, so, even from so young. And so what a lot of people don't understand is that there are, even if you don't make money the center of your universe and don't let it be a driving force in your relationship, there are things that you can look for, you know, red flags, yellow flags, green flags, that will show you what this person is about and, you know, what their work ethic is, what their, you know, um, you know if they have integrity, if they're gonna do things that move the family forward and not set the family back. And um, you can definitely look for those things in a relationship and look for those things in a future mate, but it doesn't necessarily need to be um the money the actual dollar amount that they have in their account doesn't right. actually have the driving force of the relationship
1: yeah right. that was that was a great way to sum it up i love that yeah no absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah and then that's cuz you know what <laughs> thinking about how you said your husband had those like um he was already thinking about how to make money he already had the mindset from what his father taught him about the value of the dollar I personally didn't have that. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I was a shopaholic in high school, into college. Like I was so bad that I knew my debit card number without even taking it out of my wallet. True story. And the security (laughs) number too. So, and if I'm ready to order, I just like punch it in. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) I was so bad. Like every Friday, there was a package for me at my door. Every time I came home, I was that bad. So I wasn't, I wasn't ready to find money as important and <laughs> so see the value of the dollar. But as I got older and as I matured some more, I realized, hey, I cannot go on like this being a shopaholic because when it comes time to start adulting, I don't want to be eating ramen noodles when I want to eat Chipotle. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> I'm just like spending my money like crazy on clothes instead of spend it in on things that are more important and actually start to save money early on. Right.
0: right. Yeah. And kind of growing up, it was a little bit more different for me. My mother always told me save, 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 save. So mm-hmm. with that philosophy, um, it was good because I was able to save up a significant amount of money back when I was uh, eight, when I turned 18, 19, which is pretty cool. You know, the yeah. challenge was, you know, growing up a little bit, you know, from like, I guess, age 15 or 16 or so, I mean, together with Diani. So I have, I've had to kind of show the the way of like, you know, chill what you're spending. Um, right. Because it even brought me back to the time where, you know, for those who don't know, you know, I am a veteran, I used to be in the military, specifically the army. And you remember when I went away for um, my training initially, and I was an E3 at the time. And when you're married, you get an additional um, allowance in terms of, you know, pay. So Mm -hmm. we were seeing a significant amount of money come in where Deanny had the option and flexibility to be a stay at home wife for two years. And at that point, I think she was still learning a lesson of the importance of money in the relationships because, you know, when I was away, she was managing all the money because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in training, you know, what am I spending on? What, like candy? And like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we had this thing called the gut truck, but you know, I draw a little 10, $15 and that's it. But yeah. you know, I wasn't really spending money like that, but you know, along the way, you know, Deanny got some assistance because, you know, she needed some help. You remember that? Yeah. Remember that?
1: Yeah. Cause yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spend like crazy, but I did spend, I did spend, Yeah, that's real
2: real because I, you know, my my brother is a marine. Thank you for your service, by the way, Kamar. And um, support. And 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 you too, Deanny, because the the wives and the families are serving too, just along with those soldiers. Don't star her. Don't
0: star her. Oh my god! Proud
2: military spouse. I have my ID. You know, it's official. the backbone of this country. And um, so that's first and foremost, but I do come from, you know, my 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 brother was in the Marines and I know a lot of military guys. And that's usually the case is like you, especially if you go in young, um, mm-hmm. Like you you go in and you you're like, OK, you're giving me a paycheck, but I'm here with you serving my country. I don't I don't have anything to spend it on. Right. And so um, I do have a friend who owns a nonprofit offering um, financial advice and all of that to um, to military families because it is a very hard line to tow. Especially when you have someone back home who is, you know, taking care of the household, taking care of the family, making sure that what you come back to isn't in ruins. That's, it's very difficult.
1: Yeah. 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 And
2: that's, I mean, that's admirable because it could have turned into a problem for you guys. You know, you your, your testimony says a lot because that is the type of relationship where you it's either that type of situation is make or break where you can feel use it as fuel to make you stronger or you can let it keep you know you know spiraling and break you apart and you're fighting about these things instead of having the hard conversations in a civil way so that's very important
1: yeah yeah so true and um I did pay off some debt with it. So don't and act you know like what, that. You know what? Too, I did. <laughs> you know,
0: I was also expecting because I knew how much was coming in. And I said, yo, it's, it's buku dollars, you know, for, for, for that analogy, because New York City BAH, as we call it, basic housing allowance was pretty significant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, so I'm making, I'm clearing X amount of money, you know, each month. So when I officially came back and I saw, I'm like, all right, where the savings at? It's like, oh, here it is. And I'm like, Yo sis what, what what's going on here like what's up like it's supposed to be much more it's like supposed to be bountiful plentiful yeah I like um, i said
1: i pay off some debt that, that was a
0: lesson learned um but it just it, it really signified the importance of it, at that moment for us you know money in the relationship because we literally went from i'm not gonna say zero dollars but we went from like retailing jobs um both of us to you know buku dollars immediately yeah. and yeah. There was no like you said, financial literacy necessarily at the moment. It was kind of just rolled into Yeah, it.
1: I wish we I wish we we were doing our best, but um I wish we did more at that time um with the finances. Cause that would have been like really good, but it's okay. This is yeah. our story. It's a lesson learned. And now, like in our state now at twenty-eight, me and Kamara, twenty-nine, like we find the finance is very important, like because we we have things to take care of. We want to make sure um, the proper finances are allocated to such things. Right. So we're right. not like, oh, how are we going to afford this? How are we going to afford that? Like and we reroute, like maybe we don't do a certain activity at this time or maybe I don't do my nails or something like that. Um, just so we could like save money in like um, a particular area of our finances. So it's it's gotten good now. Yeah. It's gotten yeah. good.
0: Yeah. I mean, one other thing one other thing I, I realized um too is, you know, again, the importance of money. And I saw how important it was to us, especially when we got the chance at our our place now, where we got his and her closet, right? And mm-hmm. your closet is wild compared to mine. I'm like Who-? And I
1: still need more clothes, but I am a recovering shopaholic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: that was another way how I like obviously you know we talk about we see things but you know looking at her closet and looking at my closet I'm like dude like how how, how much clothes do you need she's like no I I'm you st-
1: need a, you need a shirt in every color the whole rainbow oh and gosh. I do donate some of my clothes because some clothes like didn't fit anymore so I donated it so someone else got blessed okay
2: yeah yeah I I mean and then there's just something that happens. I think in every relationship that's always gonna be the battle of the sexes. is like, do you really need all this stuff? And because my um, my first bachelor's degree is in um, fashion design. And so I'm in the industry, I do fashion styling, I do all of these things. And um, so that's just, that's my currency is clothing and style. And I I always tell him it's like, it's a hazard. It's like a work hazard for me to just have all this stuff. But all women, you know, all women have more than we need, but that's
1: how we look pretty.
0: (laughs) At least you can (laughs) admit it. Say it
1: again. Say it again.
0: (laughs) At least she admit it though.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know what I have and I know what I don't have, which I do want, which I will get. And so I have a list of items that I need to buy to add to my collection, and some stuff that I will be donating. So I buy new, and then I donate the old stuff. There we go, balance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all in all, money is I find it it becomes important when you have to do adulting things. You got to yeah. pay for your car, you pay your rent, pay your mortgage. Um, pay off your credit cards or pay for student loans becomes very important. So you don't want to be in a situation, a relationship where you're both should be having your finances together. And he's, you know, still trying to figure it out. Like, you know, he's hustling, but he's not hustling good as in getting a job. (laughs) Right. Right. Or she's not hustling good either, not getting a job. So it it brings a strain on the relationship. And then money becomes the center when it's supposed to be the love because we're not pulling each other weight or working in a team atmosphere. So definitely be sure who you partner up with, make sure that they get their finances right, their credit stories all together. And if you're both in shambles, let's work at it together. It's a task we can do together, right?
2: Yes. Yes. I totally wholeheartedly agree. And I think a lot of people having this conversation, me personally, even if I were single, I could not see myself, um, entering into a relationship, um, just solely for somebody else to be able to take care of me Um, because I come from a long line of, you know, independent single mothers and, uh, they taught me to never do that. Like, even if you're going on a date, he should pay for the date, but make sure that you have money in your pocket in case you need to escape, or pay for your own food, or do something like that. So, mm-hmm. I I was just wasn't raised that way to be dependent on another person for you know my financial well being. But I think that what happens um, nowadays is that um, a lot of times, you know, you can get the important information like you know how's your credit score, how's your money management, all of these things like this. But you should have your own exactly to a situation you shouldn't be dependent on anybody because a person can get up and leave you the next day and Mm -hmm. where do you find yourself is it or do you find yourself being able to pick up and carry on or do you find yourself immediately out there looking for the next person to start taking
1: care of you oh and that's a bad situation to be a part of right Mm-hmm. You end up outside because you didn't have your finances together, and you just was so in love that he took care of you. He paid for your bills, did your, you? Yeah, know, I, I said, did your hair? <laughs> you know, <laughs> paid for your hair, your nails, and the clothes and everything else. And then when he one day you come home and the apartment is empty because he done dip, you're left with nothing. So it's okay. good to have your like what you said, be independent as a woman, have your finances together. Um, so that you're, you can protect yourself, you know, and cause it's, it's not good being in that situation at all where you're yeah. left out in the cold because you, your source of income left, left you outside in the cold.
2: Exactly. And then you have to start doing, you know,
1: funny things. Yeah. Interesting <laughs> things. You try to make a dollar when exactly. you have to be like that. Sometimes you got to go back to retail or start working at McDonald's or somewhere to Make a dollar and not be embarrassed about it because a job is a job.
2: Exactly. And 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 I think that brings me to one more thing. I know we're probably running out of time, but
1: <laughs> no, we're, no, still no, good. We're, we're still good.
2: good. Sis, we need to hear from you. <laughs> one more thing is um is I I cannot imagine not having my own goals and dreams. And I think that a lot of times when you have people who, you know, think you know, money is the be all and end all of who I'm going to choose. A lot of times those people don't have their own goals and dreams and aspirations and they don't want their own careers and they don't want to talk about it. And like 50 cent, um, said it best. And I despise him. So I don't know why this always comes to mind for me, but, (laughs) (laughs) but he, um, he said that his, one of his, one of his kids' mothers, um, he stopped kind of, he cut ties with her because he was taking care of her when he first got on and first became like the superstar. And, um, he told her, he said, okay, well, I'm going to give you money to go back to school or start a business, you know, open up a hair salon, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, even though we're not together, I want to see my son set up well for the future and the way wow. to do that, that his mom up. Right. And this young lady told him why should I start a business or go back to school when you made it already oh ma'am
1: I was offended for him (laughs) that's crazy like I'm offended like come on are you serious right now but (laughs) if you notice that's what's going on right now like on social media it's like I need a man to pay for everything like if you ain't got this amount of money in your in your bank account, don't try to holler at me. Don't slip in my DMs. It's like, are, are you serious right now? So you're not trying to have your own money? Like that would have been cool if Kamara offered that to me, right? Oh, girl, you can start a business or like go back to school or something, like to mm-hmm. pursue like a different craft, and I'll pay for it. I'm like, sign me up, shorty. What's up? Yeah, let me right. find <laughs> something. If I even if I didn't have no idea, I'll figure something out. That I would do just so I can pursue something for myself you know but we gotta teach our our young girls how to like think for themselves not be worried about having a sugar daddy or or a guy Mm -hmm. to just take care of everything for them and have their sense of independence to work for their own money do their own thing have their own business you know so they can inspire others as well because I, I don't know about 50 cent baby mama like that's crazy it's wild and crazy,
2: is it not? I, I was flabbergasted. And I I immediately when I because I read his um, I read one of his um autobiographies, one of the many because he's a narcissist. But um I <laughs> called I called my nephew immediately and said, child, look for a gold digger, G-O-A-L digger, instead of the other one, because you have if you, once you find a woman who's able to have her own dreams and goals and thought processes, you find someone who is strong enough to be your backbone for the things that you want to do in life.
1: Yes. And then same thing for a guy, like say you're not like you, there's sometimes you want to do something for yourself, but you're a little nervous, a little scared. And then mm-hmm. you, you pair up with a, a great guy, um, or a great, um, a great girl. And then. He or she like motivates you, like, you know what, girl, you know what guy, like you can do it. You know, I'll help you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get all this inspiration, you get all motivated and you want to pursue your goals for yourself. And I think it's amazing when you can come together with someone like that, you know, exactly. or even friends that can inspire you too. That'll be good as well.
2: Yeah, you have to, you definitely have to have a great circle and a great support system, rather that be in your uh, romantic or platonic relationships, even even when it comes professionally, you want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with a network of people who inspire you to do better. I just can't imagine all of the things that I that I plan to do and that I have done and that I've accomplished. My husband has literally been my biggest cheerleader, and yes. I can't, and have like being with somebody who wasn't who was jealous or spiteful or. I just can't even fathom well, how much harder everything that I wanted to do would have been if I wasn't in the right environment to have support.
1: And that's amazing. That's what you. That's what everybody wants, right? Mm-hmm. Someone that can yeah. support them and encourage them and be a cheerleader for them. Like, girl, you can do it. Oh, guy, you can do it. And I'll be here for you. I'll support you throughout the whole thing instead of being someone that will, like on one of your episodes on your podcast, Will shrink you down so they can go and pursue their dreams. While they know that you're shrinking you down, but they just let it happen. Hello, exactly. and that's not good. That's a toxic relationship. Yeah, it,
2: it definitely is. It's um and and my episode today is actually about um, gaslighting and um, narcissism and the real meaning of those words because they've come they've become sort of like slang sense
1: yeah, uh yeah yes,
0: mainstream <laughs> personal,
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and thank you for the breakdown because i didn't exactly understand what gaslighting was uh, i understood narcissism but not gaslighting
2: <laughs> you are you are very welcome i'm always happy to do it because i hate it i'm i'm um i'm one of the i'm a writer and i'm i'm in communications and so i hate it when people um use things as a euphemism when there is like really a real definition like people who say oh you know i gotta clean up because my ocd blah 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 it's like you do not have ocd let's let's take you down to the health clinic so you can see some people who really have ocd Ooh, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> True.
1: Like uh, uh, yeah you see that a lot of people throw around words like oh you know i gotta like you know i'm mentally unstable and it's like are you like right exactly like, don't play around with like serious things because people actually go through that exactly. and, and it's weird that people do that it's Exactly. Yeah. and
2: those were those that's one of the things that will come up in
1: this episode
2: today too is that when we enter into these unions with people um you you have to be mindful of is this person like secretly a hater um is this person secretly a crab in a barrel Mm. And a lot of times we see what we want to see. Um, We see that we see what we want to see in a relationship. And then when the person's uh, behaviors or traits start to actually hurt us, it's like, oh, it came out of nowhere. No, it didn't. You just missed the signs. You need to know how to see these signs. And and that is one of them is that you have to find someone who will support you. My husband has traveled all over this country since we were teenagers following me in my endeavors to you know get degrees and make money and you know all these different types of things so that's amazing it is amazing he i don't even know what i did to deserve half of what he is and so we need to get him yeah i know
1: we we need to hear him speak on it
2: yes I, i i'm working on it i am so working on it you guys um but I, I just can't imagine um, being in a space where, you know, I didn't have that sort of support because I, I really, all the crazy things that I want to do and have done in life, I I really should be single. I'm really thankful that I have a person that's so flexible and so supportive that they're willing to just follow my every whim and like, okay, let's go to Seattle. Let's go to Salt Lake. Let's go to Texas. It, it's It's. It's crazy. It, it kind of reminds me, sort of, uh, like a military wife—somebody who's devoted and and just will follow you to the ends of the earth—and that's very, very hard to find. Yeah. And we can't let something like you know it's as stupid as money tear us away from that person, from finding that person who will give us something that's so much more valuable than money, which is loyalty and kindness.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow, thank you so much, Cherise. Like, you just dropping levels and levels of gems. Blessings and blessings
2: on blessings. I <laughs> enjoy talking to you guys. It's always so effortless. Yeah,
0: thank you, you know, as we always started out. But thank you so much just for coming on with us, gracing us with your wisdom. You know, you have 19 years of marriage. And
1: and also, just to add on, you're amazing, you know. <laughs> Obviously, there's something about Sharice that keeps him like, "Girl, wherever you go, I'll be there with you." So half
0: woman, half amazing. Yes,
1: yes, it's <laughs> yeah, it's you, and then just the beautiful union that you both have, and just the friendship that you've built throughout these years is everything all together.
2: Thank yes. you. Not going to get all, uh, what do you call it, cheesing and blushing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's our goal. That's our goal um but yes yeah, so, as, as you know we said you know thank you again for coming on with us we don't take it lightly we appreciate your time with yes, us Yes, we do so everybody you know listening definitely check out her podcast called grown ass folk podcast and definitely just hear more from her she gets more in depth she'll cut you deep like surgery yeah and you still- start
1: reassessing your life like hold on girl <laughs> like let me take some notes am i going through this and it's good to for, for her to um, give you that introspective in your own life to see where things are going so you can make it better.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So she'll have you perplexed. Like, you know, I know one plus one equals two, but I think she, she has me thinking one plus one equals three. Like she going to have you perplexed. <laughs> yes. She's going to have you perplexed <laughs> and, and thinking and thinking. So, you know, take your time while you listen to it, but really listen to her message because she really got a message. Yes. Right. So I think we're going to wind this down really quick, right?
1: So to everyone out there, have a great morning, great day, great evening, and wherever you are in the world, stay blessed.
0: Yes, be well.